0: Parshes Kisiso Shvi, chapter 34, verse 27, Perik Lamidalet Posikhov Zayin. So, Ba Hashem el Moshe. Hashem says to Moshe, so Hashem is saying to Moshe that Ksov L'cho es advorim that you should write for yourself uh, these words. Ki alpi because uh, based uh, on these words, according to these words, karati itcho v'es Yisrael, I have formed the covenant with you and Israel. Now what is this, these hadvorim that Moshe uh, Rabbeinu was supposed to Right. And it says the covenant of Hashem was based on that. Now, earlier in Parsha's Mishpotim, before Matan Torah, so over there we find in the Posek, in Shmoy's Chavdalid, Posek Dalid, it says um, in the in the end of parshas Mishpatim, it says, "Va'yichtoiv uh, Moish." It says first, it says, "Va'yovei Moishah," and posse gimel, "Va'yisaper lo ala'emes kol divrei Hashem ve'skol hamishpatim." So, in that pasuk, it says, "Divrei Hashem," He told them God's words and amishpatim. So, "Divrei Hashem," Rashi touched over there. That was the mitzvah prisha v'agbola in preparation for matan Torah but also it says So what is Mishpatim? So Rashi says the mitzvahs of uh, and also There were certain halakhis, so those were the Mishpatim. Now in the next Posik over there, so this was the Divrei Hashem. So the Halachis that uh, were told to them, that what he related to them. But then and the Jew said, That's Hashem Nase. Then it says, Moshe. Now over there we don't find Hashem telling him to write. It doesn't say in the post that Hashem told him to write, but we do find that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote it. And what did he write? It says, Dibre Hashem, that it just said in the previous post. But here Rashi says from the Mechilte that what Moshe Rabbeinu wrote was from Bereishis up to Mat-N-Tayra. And also, the mitzvahs it's as Rashi said before, that the is So, I guess because those are not the fetish written, the Torah, it just says, so we learn out that there was these halaches, but that is what he wrote. So basically, he wrote from Reishmat and and the mitzvahs and tava He said he did so. Uh, but then, later on, uh, in Pesach Ches over there, it says. Uh, in Pesach Zayin, it says by Yikach Sefer Habris. So here we see the Pesach calls it the Sefer Habris, and Rashi Taiches over there Mibreishis va'amad matan toiro mitzvah So that was the Sefer Habris. So uh, Rashi doesn't comment anything over here, but. It's understood, and the other say so. Bifedish, that Hashem basically at this time is telling him to rewrite uh, what he has already written. Uh, so, what is these words? These words are referring to, uh, according to Rashi, as he turned before uh, this this bris, the same bris, which is from dvorim from brachus and up till uh, Matan Um uh, it's sort of after the second Luchas Hashem basically is uh, wants a, a repeat of what took place before now this is happening while Moshe Rabbeinu is on the mountain between Rosh Chodesh Elul and on Yom Kippur uh, maybe also after Yim Kippur, when Hashem says already, meaning after Hashem's and then he's telling them, write these words, um, again, it says, these words, in this case, uh, it was probably included, also, the, the um, but we'll see, Rashi, um, before it was before Matan Torah, so Lechera there wasn't yet the Aseret in Parshis Mishpatim. That was before. That was in the preparation to Matan Torah, uh, where he wrote, and there the was the Sefer Habris. In this case, this was Hashem saying to him after he's going to give him the Torah, because I already told him, so he came up, luchas so he already knows what was written on the Luchas Hodesh. And when it says, Hadvarim these words, these are referring to uh, the Aseris Adibris, which Hashem has told him. As we'll see soon, I mean, Hashem wrote, on the Luchas, it's the vayiktev on the Hashem wrote on the Luchas That was at some point while uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was up on the mountain. I don't know that that took place after salach uh, Kidvarecha, but uh, maybe sometimes during the forty days, because Hashem only says saluchos ne Luchas avanim kodesh and uh Hashem is telling him to go up on to Harsinai. Um and he says he did so and it says we don't find in the Pasik that Hashem actually uh over there at that point when Hashem it just says later on, it says as But here what the Pasik is starting to talk about now when was Moshe supposed to write this Ksav L'cha was it while he was on the mountain was it when he uh, went down from the mountain Um, and it seems like this was something that he was supposed to uh, relate to the B'nai Yisrael in the Pasik we don't find Moshe Rabbeinu at this point, and Moshe Rabbeinu wrote it, so in the first time around Mishpatim, we find that Moshe Rabbeinu writes it, and this time we find Hashem telling him to write it, but the first time it was before the first luchas were given, this time it almost seems that Ksov Lucho, but he's not going to be able to communicate to the Yidden, even if Hashem is telling him to write it now while he's on the mountain. He's not going to be able to give it to the Yidden until he goes down on the mountain, which was on Mokrashem when by Yaquil, when he first gathered the people. And then he had to make the debris uh, the with the Yisro. I'm wondering if all the Seder of the Karbonis that took place over there uh, took place again, because the Pesach seems to talk about the Bikitsar over here. It just says, Ho'Ela, now, the Advarim these words, again, we're, we're assuming that these words are referring to the Torah that is given uh, from Breshis to Matan Torah. Because there was really, or maybe at this point, uh, there was all these more different Torah because there was the whole story of the Ego, of Kisisa that took place after Matan Torah. Maybe Rashi Beferesh does not write the Tilmatan Torah because of this part, Advarim Ha'Eila refers to all what we've learned, you know, even what we learned like in this previous portion, like we learned Da'loches of Vesuvashel Giddi Hisham L'cha Pen Tichreis and Neche Choris Bris we have to say that this is all included, that Advarim Ha'Eila means all these past uh, things that we're learning now, Eka Piyat Advarim Ha'Eila, and that would include Aserah Sadibris, everything that took place to that point because Eila refers to to the, what we just learned and there's no reason to stop before Matan Torah that was before because that was was available but at this point when there's a lot more available I mean more of the parsha. so I'm not sure the Lecha, if that was said after the Tzivu Melechaz Hamishkon uh, because it was even what Rashi learns before that Hashem Told them about the tzivu melachas of Mishkan after saying salach tikidvorecha, so uh, then it could be the tzivu melachas of Mishkan, and then Hashem is saying slov so all the parshiyos of Trumat, tetzave, and kisisa, the eagle, everything took place up till the point that Moshe Rabbeinu was going down from the mountain, and Hashem uh, is saying kapir advor meilos korati tchobrisos yisrael, that's what's mashma, but Rashi says. Over here, what is the emphasis? And it says you should write these words. So that you can only write these words, meaning this is the the words that Hashem is saying And these words is my words, what I'm telling you. But not to write down the not to write down the oral Torah, meaning what Hashem has taught Moshe Rabbeinu, Orally, uh, the other halachas that Moshe Rabbeinu is not permitted to write down. Um, but um, now, the 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 um, maybe the understanding from this Rashi would be that at that point, Ha'Eileh Hashem told him the entire Torah, including all of Bamidbar everything. Uh, at that point, after being the second time on the mountain, and the ayla refers to the entire, what we have as Torah Shebik Sav, that is HaEile. These words is all of the Torah Shebik including what we learned later on in Vayikra and Bamidbar, which were said over there also, um, as we also learned in Rashi that everything was said to him in Sinai. So then maybe the word Eile is a lot more encompassing uh, than the uh then the what he wrote before Matan Torah, Uh so maybe this is what is hinted in Rashi when Rashi says so we're talking about the entire Torah Biksav and Advarim these words, even though we don't have the whole Tireshabiksav yet beforehand, but those are the words we know now which we have Torah Sav, those are the so maybe that's the shot because this just looks like a rashi. In any event, we'll go weiter. Posik Now the Posik, now we, 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 it changes the language from uh, Hashem speaking to Moshe to uh, all of the uh, language Hashem was talking directly to Moshe in the previous Pasha, which Hashem is talking directly. Now the Torah goes over like to a third party relating the story. About what took place. And the positive of im is that Moshe Rabbeinu was together with Hashem for Arboim Yoim, for 40 days and 40 nights. And as Rashi made the Cheshman before, that even there was actually 40 nights there. Because since the uh, night after the Zion, when Moshe Rabbeinu Rashi said before that he went up on Zion. Uh, Sivan, if you start counting from that night that follows Zion and you take 40 day, 40 nights, then on the 40th day, Darboim Yoim was Yud Tammuz, as Rashi said. That was the first time around. No, I'm sorry. Right now we're talking about the uh, second time around. So we're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu went up on Aleph Elul. Uh, Aleph Elul, all of his alias was Babukir. In this place, the Posik says, Bferesh earlier, that and this is the source of all the other ones where Hashem says to him that he should go up to him Babukir. As it says in Posig Bays, in Perik Lamed Dalet, uh, as Rashi has also brought down, in Pashis Yisrael, that and we learned it out from this Pasek over here of Elisabababuker. So that means that he went up on a Elul in the morning. Uh, so, in order for us to get uh, the 40 nights, so the uh Elul at that time had to be a Mali. So that's why from Aleph Elul. From Aleph to Lamed Elul, you have thirty days, and then from Aleph Tishrei to Yutishrei you have forty days. But even if you have forty days, but look, hey, we still have a problem. We don't have forty nights because if he came down on Yom Kippur on the fortieth day, um, if he came down on Yom Kippur on the fortieth day. Um, so then we can't count the night of the Aleph Elul. Uh, so by when it came to the Aleph uh, Tishrei, there was only 29 nights. There were 30 days counting the day that he went up. He went up in the morning. So he went up on Aleph Elul. But, and even if we're saying that it had 30 days, so that was only 30 days in the month of Elul. Plus we had another 10 days, but we're still going to be short a night. I don't know how we got it. varboim lailo. This was actually the problem that the Yidin made a mistake because they thought that it's without the night. And that's why even though Moshe went up on Zion, he, when he came down on Shiva Aser uh he, he didn't count the Zion because he's to start counting from the Ches, as the, the Cheshman comes out, if you start from Ches, then you'll have uh, the 40th day, but you'll have the night that followed the Zion, and the night that followed the Ches, that would be because the Apostle says also, in, in the end of Parshish Yisrael, that it was Arboim Yoim, Varboim Arboim Lailo. So I don't know, I have to, we have to see how does it work out, to be here Arboim Lailo. So I saw in the Mefarshim that actually, Toysus and Baba Kama, and that Datpe Aleph asked the question that there was only 39 nights and uh, Teisus therefore over there says that this is talking about the the middle nights but that is not uh, Rashi's view. So some of the Meforshim say that um, he actually went up not on Aleph Elul but he went up on the night before uh, uh, the day before, but that wouldn't be Chololiyosu Ba'ashkama. But actually they say that he went up on Choftes, Menachem in order to get the 40 nights. Uh, Another interpretation is that because it was by Aloysa Shachar, and Aloysia Shachar can be counted as the night before, uh, includes the night also, uh, but then, in that case, uh, why uh, all the Aliyahs looked like were at the same time so if it's counted over here as the night before so then how come it couldn't be counted when he went up on Zion uh, when he if he went up also on Aliyahs assuming that that Zion was the day after Matan Taylor according to the opinion that Matan uh, Taylor was on Vov and then he went up on Zion by Uh, so then that would be 40 uh, nights also if we can count it uh, over here so all this has to be still further looked into in any event he was there for 40 days and 40 nights and lechem le'ochal he had no bread didn't drink water then it says and he wrote on the tablets now who's this he? Rashi doesn't comment over here. Was it Hashem? Was it Moshe? It says, as divre habris. Now he says here the words of the covenant, hadvarim, the Ten Commandments. So uh, on the luchas, he says also he calls them the Divrei habris. Uh, we just learned before the bris, but before we decided, it looked in means the entire Torah. But there's a very, of earlier that when Hashem says that he should go up, to the mouth, it says v'chosafti al haluches es had devorim asher hoyu So Hashem says that he will write. Also in the Chumash and Devorim, the Ramban brings down. Then in Dvorim, uh, uh, Yud dalid it says over there, V'efsel shnei luches avonim korishonim, that's Moshe relating, V'al ha-horoshnei luches biyodi, and then it says, V'yichtov al ha-luches kamikhtov horishon, that he wrote, Va V'yichtov, and he wrote, al luch kamikhtov So what does it mean, kamikhtov horishon? That means that Hashem writing, kamikhtov horishon. So that means that's Ba'at Zbalikim. So, L'Chair Rashi doesn't comment here, but maybe that's Poshit, that this is Vayikhtoiv that Hashem wrote on Haluchas. Now, even though it follows, uh, there he says, uh, you write for yourself, that's different than uh, Vayikhtoiv Al Haluchas. It almost would read that Hashem says to him, K'Sov as and then then he writes the words of the covenant, the ten sayings. So it's almost that it follows what Hashem told them, but here we're saying totally different things. So Rashi translated that is the entire of Sav because only In Pashtos, the bris that is talking about in Posig of Zayin is a reference to what it says in Posik Yud earlier uh, b'yoymer hinei onoichi bris neged kol amchoes en niflois Rashi taiches dir koyrez bris al zois I'm making a covenant al- on this uh, that, uh, that neged kol Amcha en niflois So in Bam in uh, Perik Lamad Gimel uh, when the Pasuk refers to the Arim Bris Hashem uh, Rashi teaches there that uh, why is it the Brisa Hashem? Because by Shivrei Luchas Monochim. So the Shivrei Luchas looks like that is the Brisa Hashem. We have also references like in Dvorim pedik Da'od, Posig Gimul, Hisham lachem Pentish as B'ris Hashem Alekeichem. Or in Dvorim pedik Hei, uh, was referencing to the Bris and Khoyev and by Harsinai. Maybe we can also say that it is the source that we learn in in uh, in uh periclamadallif in Posik Tess it says and uh Rashi says and maybe this is the beginning of he's supposed to be writing and that's why was writing it down and the refer also he says that he's gonna make a bris with them in addition to the breeze so still needs to be uh, you know, fully sorted out. When Parshat Chavetz, by and it was when Moshe descended from the mountain, Mount ma'ar Sinai, from Mount Sinai, biyad and the two tablets of the uh, testimony. And Rashi says the testimony. The reason why the Luchas are called Luchas haedus, as Rashi said before already in Shemayis Peidik Hey, in Pasek Tazayin, it says, V'nafzatel ha'orin es ha'edus. Rosh says ha'edus means ha'torah. Because the Torah, because Benu The Torah is the testimony to testify that I have instructed you the mitzvahs. So he went down and he brought down the Luchis ha'edus. Yad Moshe, b'liditem when he descended from the mountain. Moshe um, La Yoda, Moshe didn't know Kikoran Oirponov that the skin of his face has become radiant, Bedabra Itoi. While Hashem had spoken to him. Zuklashi Vahi Bradismoisha. And it was when Mosha descended. When did Mosha descend? Zuklashi Khahavi Luchhis Achronis be Makipuri. <out> That's when he brought the uh, last Luchis on Yem Kippur. Came down on the keeper, so he didn't know kikora. Kikora, and Zecher loshin karnaim. It's a language of horns, which means it shines. Shehoyir mavik uboiled kimin keren, for the light shines and protrudes like a horn. Zecher Rashi Zakha zochah Moshe lekarnay haoyir from where. Uh, from which part, for which place did Moshe Rabbeinu merit these horns of uh, shine, uh, the radiant uh, that came uh, to him, to his skin. Okay. Rabbi Amru. Omru, our teachers tell us, min that came from the cave. It says, Shennosna Yodov Al-Kapov has learned before that he was in the Maira and Hashem put his hand over his face Shenemah as the Posik says earlier in Periklamet Gimel Pesach I will place my hand and that is what gave Moshe skin the Koron Erponov um, in the Posik it seems it says itoi, that that was when he spoke to him uh, in any event, um, in, um, we do have later on the story in the Chumash Dvorim uh, about the ark that Moshe Rabbeinu made, that Hashem told him to make, and when he went down with the luchas, he put those luchas in that special ark and it stayed there uh, until the time that they made the uh, regular orin, and then they put the luchos into the regular arid pasik lamet. But Yar so Adum and all the sons of Israel saw Moshe. and behold, his skin of his face was radiant. and they were afraid from coming close to him. Boy, come and you will see how great is the power of a sin until the time that they have not stretched their hands to do an aveda, what does the Pasik say it says Umarik veid Hashem, the vision of God's glory was like a consuming fire on the top of Mount Lein for the eyes of the Bnei Yisrael, so they can witness it and they weren't afraid and they weren't shook up but but once they made the even from the Beam the radiant of the beam of that radiated from Aisha Umizdazim. They were scared and they were uh frightened. Um so you see how uh an Averia can affect. Now Bamison over there too. We learned that uh the yin were afraid, they said Daber Ato but that was a higher level. That was when Hashem was speaking the Aseris Adibris that it says that they were 12 mil and the Malachim had to push them as Rashi brought down earlier. But that was already from a higher level. But this was Keshba Chelzda in Bnei and that was okay. Although it's not uh such a pelilkhir because over here the was bereishahar, and they're standing from a distance. Here they were afraid to come close to Moshe Maybe they would be afraid to come close to the mountain also. I mean talking about a uh, another uh, it's another scenario. But the fact that it doesn't it just says Layn ibn is a natural Seems like it was something that they can handle easily, as opposed to here Look at this further. the But right. you So Moshe called them by Yeshuvu and they came back to him. Meaning instead of distancing themselves, so came back to him. And all the princes, the leaders of the community. So by so Moshe speaks to them. Uh, Rashi, What does it mean hanesim baido? The k'moy nesiyah baido. baido is the same as the leaders of the community. So it says Aaron came, and then the leaders of the community. By דבר משה and Moshe spoke to them. he Mokam. He spoke to them the uh, mission of Hashem which Hashem has given him, to tell them. Uh, and Rashi says, This whole subject here is a present, uh, meaning that he was telling them right now, not in the future, that he's told them, but Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them as he went down from the mountain, he was telling them everything that Hashem said to him. Uh, in other words, he came down from the mountain. Um, so he was... Um, so what Rashi is saying here, Moishele didn't just tell them his own things, Vaidav Moishelein. Moishelein was talking about what all the things, we learned the whole Parsha, by Roshem on Moishelein, Vaidav Roshem on from Moshe to go saying. So Moshe was saying, all the shlich is what Hashem told him to say. post climate base. So after... Aaron and the Nisim afterward, all the B'nei Yisrael came close. And Moshe Rabbeinu instructed them all that Hashem has spoken with him in Mount Sinai, And afterwards they came close. The Nisim, those are the, I said, the leaders of the community, those are the him. So Rashi, after he taught his cane him, Choyzer umelamed ha-Parsho ha-Halokha He would go back and teach the portion or the ha to the Parsha means, even if it's not a ha just the subject matter. Uh, see what the Parsha is, what the ha is, to the ha-Halokha The Yisroel. Rashi brings down, Tana Rabora, Unundana Rabora, I see Keitsat Tzedra Mishnah, how was the order of the Mishnah? Mm-hmm. Moshe would learn from Hashem. Now, Loimed seems also present, but He was telling them over what he learned Hashem uh, said by Harsinai. That would be Loimed even new things that Moesha gave after Harsinai. But here it says that Moesha gave him over what he learned from Harsinai. So, so Moesha was learning from the mouth of Hashem. And then, Nicholas Aaron, then Aaron would go in. Now where did Aaron go in? So uh, that we will learn later on that Moshe Rabbeinu made, um, and not later on, before, that he made the tent. Um, and Kol Mavakesh Hashem. Would come and he would. Uh, the tent was there till the time that they uh, built the Mishkan later on. But in the meantime, from the time that Moshe Rabbeinu came down, and this is uh, where they would come in. So when we say they would come in, they would come into the tent. So, uh, so Moshe would. Uh, so Moshe would teach. Adam would enter to the tent. So Moshe taught him his chapter, and. Uh, his chapter. I told him his chapter uh, that, he, that he wanted to tell him I guess. This Aaron Aaron left the Moshe. Then he said to the left. So in the beginning so when he went in he was facing him apparently. But then when he finished he went to his left side. So the Yoshila he sat to the left of Moshe, Nikhul then his sons entered the sons of whom sons of Aaron. Uh, and those would be all four sons. At this point, he uh, had Nadav and Lazar, Nadav Avir and Lazar summer, So Shon Al Pirkon, So Moshe Rabbeinu taught them their chapter. I guess maybe his chapter and their chapter was not the same because it seems like he showed his perik from Moshe and then he showed on their parik. Uh, now and and Aaron here is teaching them their peric. um, now, the prosecutor doesn't say anything about that, it's, but it just says uh, Aaron. But this is other, uh, we learn from the Bryson. and then they left, meaning left from sitting in front of Moshe, just like before from sitting in front of Moshe. So here Rashi actually mentions just Elozer and somer. So Elozer was on the right of Moshe, and Nisomer to the uh, left of Aaron, because Aaron was sitting on the left of Moshe but Elozer who was older was actually sitting on the right side of Moshe and the summer was on the left side of Aren uh, why did not Aaron, for example sit on Moshe's right uh, and then Eliezer would be to the right uh, because maybe then it would be that Moshe would be to the left of Aaron. It shouldn't be Moshe and Aaron who are almost at the same level or you know, that category. The brothers. Uh Moshe should not be on the uh, left side of Aaron. But actually Aaron should be at the left side of Moshe. Then later on El can sit on the right of Moshe and his summer would be on the left of Aaron. So what happened to Nodovavi uh, over here? a lot of times in the passage we don't mention Nodavaviyu, Nodavaviyu unless this is talking about the B'risa, what took place after Nodavaviyu, they died and this Rashi is just bringing it down over here uh, that happened after uh, after Shkodesh Nissen uh, when the Mishkan was, was erected maybe that's, that, that's from there, Rashi is just bringing down the B'risa over here and that's why they're not here then the elders went in this is the Nassim uh, because Rashi already called them as Canaan before, even though the post says Nesim. Shon uh, Olehem Moshe Pirkom, so Moshe taught them their chapter. Maybe when it says their chapter means what he needs to teach them, and the other guy is learning it, but it's the same as we'll see Rashi says at the end doesn't mean another chapter because then it wouldn't be a repetition as Rashi says so their chapter means what he taught them at that time Nistalakus Stalakus and then the elders Yosho Lutzdaad, I mean, they said in the side he doesn't say right to left but then all the people entered then Moshe Rabbeinu taught them what they, their Perik they're learning but it doesn't mean uh, something different Nimzo, it turns out Biyat Kolom Echot each of the people they heard heard it once. the hand of the elders was They heard it twice. the hands of sons of particularly those of was Um, and why is Rashi bringing down the whole aricha why is that important to us, and? And, and and why did they need to know it more? I mean, they, were they supposed to answer more? They're supposed to be more learned, or they gave up more time for learning. But anyways, <laughs> so when Moshe finished speaking with them, so he placed a uh, covering, a mask on his face. Renders it base api, meaning something for the face Loshin arami hu betalmid Talmud, this is a ramaic language of the Talmud Svi lebo a masveh cover lebo ve oid and also and again also and we find biksubeh have a kamasveh la'apa she was covering her face Loshin hab Of the masve lapam, of them is looking in the face. Losh Boto he look at her. Avkan masve a cover begged an itten keneged a of If you have a garment that's given uh, by the face to cover the face to base hena'im and for the eyes. Um. So, alright, this losh n'lashi, but now, why did he place the? the, the cover. apparently the in they were they were afraid to come close to him but eventually it says that they did come close to him by when he called them they did come close so why did he have to put on this mask for that was done in the honor of the uh horns of the radiant the radiant horns the the radiation. So that not everybody should be nourished of this. So he would place the uh, cover uh, opposite the ray so that the ray shouldn't give, uh, so not everybody should take it. And then he would take it when he would be speaking with the and he would remove it. And also, And also, at the time when Hashem spoke to him, till he left, he had that cover. Uh, what it means is that when he left, he also left without the cover, because, as we'll see in the next passage that as soon when Hashem spoke to him, he went and gave over. He went and he gave over uh, what he was told. Uh, so from that time and on, I guess as as the need arises uh, so when the Shem told until he went out so he, they kept it off, and as he went out he also so why does he say, i say so, because that's Lashon and the Pasuk, let's see the next Pasuk Pasuk Lama Dalat When Moshe came before Hashem to speak to him he would remove the cover, the mask at so until he would leave. Uh, and then Rashi, but the Yotzev, and then he would call out and he would speak to the Na'aseh that which he was instructed. Uh, so, um, so even though from the pasuk is Mashma Maat so Until he went out. So it's mashva when he went out, V'yotzo, when he went out, V'diber, Abnei Yisrael. So Rashi says, Still he didn't have the matzah. So what does it mean, V'yotzo, V'diber, Abnei Yisrael, That he went out and he spoke of that that which he was commanded. V'diber, Abnei Yisrael, he spoke to Abnei Yisrael. And then, V'roh, Karnei Haibifonov. As, and then they saw the horns of the ravians in his face. And then when he would leave them after the tzuvneisroel, let's see next pasuk. So then he would bring back the uh, cover, as the pasuk will say in pasuk lamedhei. But I just wanted to I see over here. When is it before Moshe Lifnei Hashem L'daber Uh Moshe came before Hashem L'daber itay. Now we learned before that Moshe not as all like that was the Ayol uh, Presumably we're talking about this would happen after he went down by this Moshe Sinai by by, 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 by on Yom Kippur. He went down on, on Yom Kippur on Yud, uh, on Yud Tishrei. So um, so where is the Bevoi Moshe Lifnei Hashem? It's actually Bevoi Hashem Lifnei Moshe. I guess the uh, Ebister spoke to Oyel Moid from there. Is this Moshe's tent that we're talking about? And then it says V'yotzu v'dibrem ne Yisrael. So before we said he would go, he was hachik then He would go back to, the, to, the, to speaking to them. Or is this talking about after um they built the Mishkan already. Uh, and then uh, that will be into the Oil Moyid. Into the Mishkan Oil Moyot, not his tent. And it's also not so clear over here. So what happens after he left the Yisrael source Surah's That Moshe's face Kikoran koran that Moshe's skin. That was after he'd go out and speak to Hashem, he would not put on the cover. So they saw that his face was uh, radiant. And Meshav would bring back, uh, once he left the yidn he would bring back the cover on his face. Until Hashem would come again to speak with him. That was Rashad, Vaishim Mosha Samas Opono <speaking in> Bra <Hebrew> Dabri Itoy, When Hashem came to speak with Mosha, <speaking> Ponov. <in Hebrew> so then Mesha Rabinu would take it from his face. And then he would speak to Rashem.